after breakfast What's before lunch? It's Austin, Texas It's weird brunch That's all, that's all anybody knows that's no all anybody that knows that of that song. That was falling, falling, blame it on the rain. Oh no, rain. rain. No, the rest, rain. the rest that I know is the is the Weird Al version. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know Gangsters blame Paradise. It, blame it on the drain. Oh yeah, Amish yeah. Paradise. Yeah, I'm in Amish Paradise. There was all night. There's so many songs. I was really into that album, though. Man, I had that cassette and I wore it the fuck out. Which one was that one? Millie Vanilli. Oh, I thought you Not meant... Not Weird Al, the Weird actual... Al. Yeah, I liked all the songs on it. Really? Mm-hmm. Which I one? Had... Broke my heart when I found out. Oh, was, really? That they was faking. You were yeah. that into it? I was that into it. I uh, I made up dances with my sister. And you're a lesbian. <laughs> and you were that into it? I've always had a thing for... I mean, I guess they that kind of that kind of guy yeah yeah <laughs> kind of the the uh, one that can't sing <laughs> they yeah. can't sing i'm in 90s hip-hop dancers okay male 90s hip-hop dancers did it for me like the fly boys the and fly the boys. fly girls yeah and then the girls were hot it was super hot too it was kind of a gender neutral because everybody was dancing the same at that point it wasn't like there's was different boy and girl dances like there is now everybody was still doing the, right like, lift your leg up real high for some reason yeah bouncy thing so and they were wearing the like spandex bike shorts. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So, I was just tight clothes and high kicks <laughs> and Karina's in <laughs> tennis shoes and dreadlocks. Yeah, I was into that. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's great. And then grunge came around and stole dreadlocks. Grunge came around and those. stole my heart. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, now we're going gender neutral full on. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's androgynous. Let's yeah. do it. Oh my god. Uh, somebody posted a, a video from the 90s about pogs that was made by... I saw that! Movie. Yeah, that wasn't that great? Yes, I saw it. I didn't oh, watch the whole thing. that dude was so intensely 90s, and it's all playing over like an Offspring soundtrack. It's great. What? Yeah. All about pogs, man. He's like explaining pogs to the world in a self-made yeah. documentary or something. I still don't really understand. Like, I collected pogs. Mm-hmm. Religiously. You had to. Yeah, I wanted to be you cool. To. Like, you what else am I to. gonna do? If you were in elementary school in the late '90s and you didn't have pogs, you just you should yeah. just be homeschooled. Kill yourself. Mm. Really, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I understand. I was in middle school during the pog craze, so I was doing the same thing with Magic: The Gathering cards. But it was the same idea. Huh. You like you had to, or you were not invited. I remember kids, I guess, doing it a little bit for Pokemon cards, but that yeah. was slightly younger than me. That yeah, was Pokemon like was the next. Yeah. Yeah. But mm. Lisa, I totally thought you drooled on yourself a second ago. No, like a a piece of a nut came out of my <laughs> jewel. Now, uh, I'd like to be sponsored by Jewel, by the way. Yeah, they, the they need the help. They do. The they need the, the PR push. Um, wait, why? Because they, they can't. They, yes. Jewel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're getting sued. For what? Marketing Kids? to children. Children, I would guess. Yeah. Increasing the uh, potency of the juice. In yeah. The, well, there's nicotine from like, in it. Right? I have like a. From like smoking cessation levels to like a pack a day with each puff kind of thing. Like it's insane Ooh. how far. And they're. They, triggered some sort of arms race sponsor now, lisa hold on yeah, yeah yeah i thought 
that this just like didn't have nicotine and just tobacco. No, no, it's the other way around. It just has nicotine. Yes. No tobacco. And they figured out a way to make the nicotine not taste so crap. Well. And so they just pumped well, it all the way up to 11. And now they're hooking kids damn. for life. Is that real smooth though, Lisa? It's so smooth. You look, <laughs> look, you're fine. You're a grown woman. You can put whatever you want in your body. Yeah. But they were, you know, making sour apple and then telling 13 year olds it was safe. You know. Well, and I now mean, those who wasn't smoking at 13? <laughs> I, was I was 14. I didn't. I, I, yeah. I waited until I, I was 18. I was a yeah. good girl. I started um, when I was 17. Like a nerd. Well, I, I lived in it. Beaumont, so that's my excuse. For everything. There you go. That is my excuse for everything. That's my excuse for living <laughs> the way I do. Yeah. No. I'll actually give you that Beaumont. excuse. I think you it's a good excuse. You live for Beaumont. It's yeah. fine. Live for Beaumont. You, live for Beaumont. you know what? I'm going to kill myself 100%. <laughs> Can we do take this my episode pogs. first? Take your pods. Yeah. Let's not be hasty. <laughs> Don't be hasty. Wait. Which one of us gets the pogs? Are we splitting them? Someone's got to find some. I don't know where they're She at. just said take them, so I guess we're splitting them. Oh, we're splitting them. That's I wouldn't right. be shocked if my mom still had them in a like these, box somewhere. These little pieces of cardboard are going to be worth these something. Mi- yes, yeah. that's my mom to an extent. Mm. My mom throws everything away. She does not keep shit. So she's the opposite. We'll put them together. I wonder if they'd get along. Does your mom like cruises? I don't know if she's ever been on a cruise. <laughs> she's huh. more of a land dweller than a sea dweller. Okay. Mm. But she likes to drink a lot. So My mom's dead, so she's an air dweller. Maybe between oh. all of them we've got the... Yeah. All we need now is a fire dweller mm-hmm. to complete the circle and cast the spell. Yeah. Just like the craft. I'm trying mm. to think if someone has like an evil stepmother. And like a fire mom? Yeah. Mm. Who's a fire mom? Uh... That's a really good question. I almost don't want to say if I do think of somebody. Yeah, I know. No, it's, yeah. I was th- going through stuff and I was like, I'm just not going to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thanks. I don't think I know a fire mom, which means I know good moms, probably. Mm, yeah, you've been fortunate in your mom meetings. That's true. Mm. All, of, bo- all of my moms. <laughs> I can think of a lot of good moms, actually. Yeah, I can't think of really Maybe comedians moms. are just like, that's the one thing that's okay with them. Is that they got got some good moms? Yeah, hmm. decent moms. Sometimes usually bad dads. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, usually. Here, here. I'm just kidding. He's not that bad. He just has problems. Yeah, don't we all? Yeah, I'm gonna fifth. She this. said dismissively <laughs> of his very serious. Yeah, problem. well, don't we fucking all? <laughs> Sorry. Context. Well, uh, I'm Whitney Lamond. Oh, I'm. Karina Magar. I'm Lisa Friedrich. Mm-hmm. This is Weird Brunch. Still. Yeah. Welcome what if to Jules the podcast. What if renamed after Jewel the singer? She would finally have the money she deserves for her talent. She could stop living out of her car. <laughs> That's right. Fine. Yeah, she's been living in her car this whole time. Get her time. teeth time. fixed, mm-hmm. right? Like, she's got kind of uh, fucked up teeth, doesn't she? No, but it's like a Freddie Mercury thing. It's what allows her to sound like both a baby okay. and an opera singer. <laughs> Oh, and you know we all know she has small hands. So. Does she? I These mean, hands are not small. my own. No. Yeah, it was close though. 
My hands are small, I know, but they're not yours. They are my own. I'm a baby. I don't. I'm a baby. I. Is, aren't they just relatively small? I didn't know she had like pathologically I small hands. Gone it's a into poem. it. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's probably a, it's a metaphor. It's really? poetry. It's a metaphor for her the the grip she has on her life. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. There's. What if she wrote it about someone's dick and she was like, mm. "My hands are so small because your dick to is your huge." Dick. Wow. What a. <laughs> What a convoluted way to compliment a dick. You can usually right? go pretty straightforward with yeah. that. You don't have to be like, oh my gosh, I, my hands are I so small. Wrote, Wink. I wrote this whole <laughs> song about yeah. my hands. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, the censors wouldn't let me talk about yo dick. Yo, yo dick is big, I know. <laughs> yo dick is on my not, lips. <laughs> that, oh, that's my favorite. Oh, dick talk. Dick talk with weird brunch. Welcome baby. to dicking down on weird brunch. Speaking of dicking down, yeah, bam, bam, y'all want to talk about Walt Disney? Who yeah, doesn't? I call him Dick Disney. Dick. Lisa's <laughs> Walt favorite Dickney. subject. Dickney yeah. World. Dickney World. Hello, and welcome to Dickney World. Yeah, it just sounds like Cockney. Cockney. Jinx. As now I tell my children, just like I tell my children, you can't jinx a mom. Moms are <gasps> immune from jinxing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're fire mom. Shit. Hi, I am. I'm fire mom. She's I fire totally mom. am fire mom. Yes. You found one. Mm-hmm. Madre del Fuego. <laughs> um, see? So uh, I wanted to talk Finally about. Finally have a luchador name. <laughs> yes. That is a fucking badass. Madre luchador. del Fuego. Yes. Mm. Yes. Damn. I will never pull off the costume necessary for that. I feel like you would. Mm. I've seen wrestlers do crazy things. <laughs> yeah, I believe I'm not in very you. craftsy, but maybe if I got like a good manager. Yeah. Well, there's people that will make gear for this is too much. Okay. okay. Let's just I, I dive know. into your story. Yeah. About Walt Dickney. Walt Dickney's secretive Club 33. Have y'all ever heard mm. of Club 33? Mm. No. It sounds better than 54. What's yeah. the 33 stand for? Well, it stands for how many points are in a triangle times two because it's all about Judaism. And the start. I'm just kidding. Okay, oh, wow. I was, like, I was actually believing I you. I like that y'all bought that for a minute. It's the kind of thing you talk about. Yeah. It is. Uh, <laughs> I like that Whitney was ready to just turn my mic like, off. <laughs> Here this is going nowhere go. good. Um, we'll just so, edit it out later. <laughs> in the heart of the New Orleans sector of Disneyland's Adventureland sits an unremarkable gray-green door partially hidden by a potted plant. Nothing special distinguishes it from the nearby entrances except a small sign featuring the number 33 and a bla- brass speaker box with a buzzer. Like a speakeasy? Yeah, it sounds like a... Doctor Who thing. So there's a lot of fake doors, right? Because it's supposed to look like New Orleans. So there's a lot of like fake. Let's be honest. There's a lot of fake doors in New Orleans. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. in Disneyland. And it's a theme park. So most of it's fake already, right? That's right. Yeah. My hand is like swelling as I speak. This is weird. Do you want some water? No. All right. Well, fuck you then. I'd rather live like this. Okay. Um, so this door kind of sucks. It doesn't make any sense what it is, um, but it's the entrance to Club 33. Um, it's an exclusive club 
where the members pay um, $33 a, a purported $50,000 initiation fee mm. and an annual membership fee of $15,000. Whoa. That's so a country that's club. That's going to the Illuminati. That's just a country club. Really? Yeah. Do they also do Is oh. that how expensive country clubs are? Yeah. yeah. I know that's, people. That's a, a very it's reasonable country club. What? 15,000 a year? <gasps> what? That'd be like a little over 1,000 a month. Yeah, that's people about right. People are shit. People are shit. Well, you could hey, look. put that money towards a home. It's a it's worth they a lot own of money to <laughs> Get away from people you're prejudiced against. That's you know? the OG networking, man. <laughs> I can just be surrounded by other whites. I'll pay anything. <laughs> Except for the staff. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Yuck. Um, so, uh, let's see. Money doesn't do all of the talking when it comes to this members-only experience. With membership capped at a few hundred individuals, it can take years to gain acceptance into these hallowed ranks. Hmm, that's just bad business. They could make a lot more money if they raise. I mean, that. they could, but then it wouldn't be worth it. Because then Are they'd just be letting anybody in, right? Okay, anybody. So in. who who these hundred people? Do Any? they have like a membership list? Do they have a website? Do they have a? I mean, I'm sure we can look it up. Do they have a meetup? I'm sure we can look it up. Okay. I'm sure we can probably sneak into a meetup. They have like yeah, you know, like a family free like, for all the on Austin the beach meetup my question is do they so it's in disneyland yeah which so one it's just california the california one. so do they have to buy like a park hopper to get into disneyland and then go i'm sure they get a pass do you with think their it comes with like a year-long disneyland pass? <sighs> yeah i would think Maybe like like you get but it, three free. But you just free get to Disneyland. You, you can't go yeah. to California Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No Epcot, bitch. You'll have to pay extra. <laughs> oh, that's that. Florida. Never it mind. is. But there's also um, Club 33 and mm, I think all of the parks. I know that there's one in Paris and Tokyo. Anyway, that's not even in this uh, article that I'm reading. I just know that. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm searching fine. Club 33 within five miles of Anaheim in at meetup.com. Oh. Nope. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Um, At meetup.com. So this was mm. built in 1967, and since then, rumors have swirled around Club 33 for decades. Some claim the name alludes to Walt Disney's rumored status as a 33rd degree Mason. That's where my Illuminati shit I don't know my masonry. Is that high or not? I feel like it's like, high as fuck. Really? That sounds like middling. You'd think they yeah. would go to like 600 or some yeah. shit. Man, I'm learning a lot about you and numbers today <laughs> Fifteen thousand. that's a shitty country club <laughs> i don't um, know the kind of country clubs you go to <laughs> in fact speculation about the club's nefarious masonic and illuminati rituals remain primetime youtube viewing but could the happiest place on earth really house such a dark history does mm. youtube have a prime time like what? I don't know. You said primetime YouTube viewing, and oh. it made me think about. I think it's like two a.m. is probably yeah, probably right. YouTube viewing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. Um, Never thought about it. Thanks to recent lawsuits brought against Disneyland by former Club Thirty Three members, we have new insight into the organization and its strict rules. Uh, let's see the inspiration. <laughs> they have a Are website. I mean, it's not like the insight is that hard to find. There's a children's menu. Ew. That website sucks. It does. 
that website sucks i'm sure it is i'm sure that is some fucking that's fine but i do not believe that that is their actual website that somebody has sneaketh things out of there snucketh it's a fan site for club 33 this is not an official website of the club that is some angel fire horse shit um I don't know, but it is what interesting. But there's a tour of it. You don't know what Angel Fire is? It's a place where people go skiing. Angel Fire. It's also. Um, it was like. It was like a geo really cities. Shitty, yeah, like geo. Sh- oh. Geo cities. Yeah. Yes. Geo cities. Nice. Okay. Nice. Yes. Now I remember Solid Angel burn. Fire. Mm. I thought that was like another cool club that I'm not a member of or something. No, just Club 33. That's the only one you're not Fuck. allowed to be in. Um, so, and any that require money. Right. Same. <laughs> so Can't do Girl Scouts anymore. No. Uh, those dues. Fuck me. Um, Walt Disney was inspired to create Club 33 after visiting the New York World's Fair in 1964. Mm-hmm. While in New York, he was impressed by the executive lounges. <laughs> Slut. Uh, he realized that Disneyland needed an adults-only space for uh, its most exclusive sponsors, as well as visiting dignitaries. Okay. Um, it would be the only location in the park that served alcoholic beverages. Not true anymore. <laughs> uh, with fine dining, live music, and sophisticated decor. VIPs would have an exclusive retreat located in the corner of the park where they could kick back unbeknownst to other guests of the Magic Kingdom. Secret. Disney worked tirelessly on the concept for his VIP lounge to be really? located at 30. tirelessly. Are we sure about that part? I mean, that's yeah. Is that a fact? That's the fact that I've got. <laughs> Man, now I'm scared to smoke my jewel. Like I really wanted to take a smoke hit your jewel, now. but smoke now your jewel. I feel like I'm just going to be more addicted. Yes, you are. Sorry. I mean, but it's it's there. There's more nicotine in it than. <laughs> fucking kids um, they ruin everything they, they do yeah um so <laughs> like disneyland that's why we need a club 33 yep. yeah so it's called club 33 because he's a mason but also it was located at 33 royal street in new orleans square liam quack i just wanted to say <laughs> the name and james jeffs that's terrible warren just related Oh, good question. No Jeff's clue. is such a weird last name. I mean, you yeah. just got to think. Like, why is so it, is Quack, but... Why is it plural? How many Jeffs, Jeffs did it take to make that family? Well, two Jeffs fucked the woman, and they don't know who it is, so... <laughs> they have a damn bunch. Let's not talk about where Quack came yeah. from then, because <laughs> if it was similar... <laughs> oh... Mm-hmm. So another theory is that Club 33 uh, is an homage to the site's address or a nod to the 33 corporate sponsors of Disneyland at the time of the club's construction. I still think it's because uh, he's in the Illuminati. Yeah, I'm going to go with Illuminati. Um, Disney passed away six months before its completion. No! That's not funny. That's not funny, Lisa. You're a monster. Uh, <laughs> That's great. He was not a good man. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't he? Was, isn't he was a mean he, like, person. Not the yeah. greatest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, while you don't have to be rich or famous to become a member of the club, it won't hurt considering the steep membership fees. So, why all the secrecy? Celebrities from Johnny Depp to Kanye West and Kim Kardashian appreciate the privacy of the club affords. It's a great way for them to visit 
Disneyland with their families and remain protected from the crowds and media frenzy. But it's not all smooth sailing behind the closed doors of 33 Royal Street. Executive members Scott and Diana Anderson filed a lawsuit against Disneyland in 2017, alleging they were unjustly kicked out of the exclusive club. Those bitches were drunk. Rude. You know they were drunk. No, I'm reading the LA Times story right now. It's fucking great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Members since 2012 through their company, Carlton Enterprise, their membership was a dream come true. That is until a new general manager, Luke Stedman. (sighs) Luke. Luke Stedman. Oh That's God. actually a pretty good Porn name. I like it. He's like um, the villain in a ski movie from the 90s. Yes. Mm. Um, took over movie. the club in 2016. The Andersons claim that Stedman let favorite members harass and bully other members. Which is awesome. When oh, the Andersons no. complained, they got kicked out of the establishment for various infractions culminating in their permanent termination as members. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I am a good person. Right. I might be a fire mom, but I'm a good person. But I would totally, if I had unlimited funds, pay $15,000 a month to to join a club where I was allowed to bully the other members of the club. I just would. I would absolutely. It would be like a therapy like thing where I could like, oh, you come here. And then if somebody has lower status, you get to bully them. Yeah. Just go to an open mic. (laughs) <laughs> I do, but it's just not satisfying anymore. And okay. people's she's real- better than that now. Mm, it's just too easy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um. Like, don't you want to? I miss burn books. Do it. Start one. I, I, believe only- me, I have. <laughs> <laughs> just reopen your live journal. We've got our own Club Thirty Three. Mm. Club yeah. Three. Yeah, it's yep. just the three of us. Yep. Yes. Uh, you have to pay if you guys if you're listening and you want to pay fifty thousand dollar initiation fees, you can yeah. come on the podcast. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, just Rebby didn't mind. Yeah, Rebby yeah. totally paid she us fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. <laughs> um did that second Venmo clear? I didn't see the funds from that. Not yet. Oh, oh you okay. were Yeah, no, not yet. Okay. Don't tell her. Um <laughs> let's see. Yeah, public drunkenness and recording a live performance. So, like, these... They were just... People were... They were being The Andersons were being... Yes, gauche is a good word for it. Gauche. I love that word. Uh, Let's see. Two years prior, Joseph Cosgrove sued the park after his membership was terminated. Hello, madmen. Jesus. This is a bunch of whiny little bitches. Who Who was the other person? Bill Draper? Like, what is this madman shit? Joseph Cosgrove. Ooh, a friend auctioned off Cosgrove's passes, a huge violation of club rules, mm-hmm. leading to the membership denial. Uh, let's see. Oh, he can't comment further because of a gag order. I hate the term gag order, Me too. by the way. It's yeah, we need to change it. very porny. Mm-hmm. It's extremely porny. It's offensive to me as a comedian. Like, leave my gags out of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a slang term. So, Gag. Club 33 is more... With a spoon, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um... <laughs> uh, it, basically it's like you can see it all over social media now because yeah. it got l- less secret in the last few years because the internet is right. an amazing tool i mean i knew yeah. about it in like 2011 <laughs> of course because i'm addicted to finding out more mm-hmm. about illuminati disney right 
I thought Which you were going to say what Lilo and Stitch is about. You got to go there after your like fifth trip. Like no. every five trips you get to go. No. Okay. No, 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 no. No punch cards. I don't know if like Legoland has a secret club or something. I want to join that. Or if like or like it does Universal every... has a secret yeah. club. But it's just in Harry Potter world. Does Six Flags have like a Club 666 oh, or something? That'd be tight. <laughs> yeah. The Six be... Flags one would be so trashy. You go in there and you get to like oh, yeah. see the real Looney Tunes. Like you get like, drugged out and naked yeah. and chained in the corner. <laughs> you get a free daiquiri. <laughs> I'd go it's to a yard, it. A yard glass yeah. daiquiri. That's it. Just a free daiquiri. Comes out of a machine. Yeah. You can pick the flavor though. It's like eight flavors to choose from. But Suicide it's, it. It's just in All cups. Obviously. Because they don't have any more yard glasses. That's so true. Just, they ran out. Mm-hmm. So you just get a cup and the. But they're the big 64 ounce ones with like cartoons on the side because they were meant for kids' meals. But the cartoons are drawn over the Sonic cup that it clearly is. <laughs> yep. I love this. Yep. And it's styrofoam and you're supposed to just chuck it in the Gulf of Mexico when you're yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how else do you get rid of trash? Well, you could throw it off of a off of a uh, roller coaster. That's and true. Hit somebody in the face with the daiquiri still in it. Yeah, I really want to go to. Yeah, let's go to Texas. Six Flags. <laughs> Woo! We just described like the perfect first date at Six Flags, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Mm. <clears throat> Man, mm. anyway, Club Thirty Three is a thing. If you have enough money, you can get in it. It sounds um, like if you have re- if you really have enough money, you can get me in it. It doesn't sound like the sort of thing that people with tons and tons of money would do. It sounds like the yeah. sort of thing that people with just a little bit of money they just got would do. Which is why it's sad. Yeah. To me. Yeah. That's why I'm like, put that money in a house. It seems sad. It seems like, oh, the best seller for Mary Kay is there. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was going to say 50 grand is a lot, but not like exclusively rich rich yeah were those walt disney's prices that he set in the 60s because they need to update that if they want to never afford that what do y'all do no but like silicon valley money you know when you think about that like if you wanted to have a real secret club at disneyland it'd have to be like 50 mil you know and then it would just be those douches who already get access to whatever they want bunch of neck beards Mm, I don't know if it's the neck beards that are. There. I think they shave the beards when they cross the twenty when you, mil. When you cross, what's the, it called? Like the digits, the, the hmm? uh, six figures. It's like the decimal Seven. club or something. Like no, that's wrong. Oh yeah, I know what but you mean. The, the comma in, club. The yes, the, yes, the three, three comma, comma club. club. Yeah, when you get to the three comma club, you lose all your body hair, like Zuckerberg. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Because you're worth more than three commas, baby. The three comma club. Yeah. It's in Silicon Valley. That's the only reason I know. I think that was bait. That's a thing, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I totally believe that. Club three, club 33 commas. Yeah. I'm in club one comma. (laughs) Good for you. Don't be impressed. Same. I am. Depends on what day of the month. If whether or not I have a comma. (laughs) <laughs> oh there you go wolf <laughs> are you, i have it's it, you my okay? money's all allocated it's all working it's all oh working you mean me. just like in your account in my like bank not like what oh. you're receiving oh my net worth is i'm in the i'm in the red commas club no you're not <laughs> my net worth yeah no, like what you get paid from work oh no we the, the three comma club's comma. a net worth thing it's not your salary oh yeah i mean my life isn't yeah. I mean, 
my net worth, I'd still be definitely in the one comma club. <laughs> yeah. Firmly in the Commas one comma. Are the, a comma yeah. would be a dream. I have like a semicolon yeah. net worth. Yeah. What's it? Well, two commas is. That's over. That's like, a million. Like, yeah, that's a million. There's a three comma yes. club? Oh yes. There you go. Um, I, this jewel thing's got me all fucked up. Where were you when Lisa realized rich people are really rich? I don't know. I'm That's just, the problem with rich people. I bet whoever invented the fucking jewel is rolling in it. Yeah, well, it's That's owned why by... not worried. It's owned by R.J. Reynolds. They're doing okay. Oh, I was like, is it owned by Marlboro? And mm-hmm. that's why they're not making cigarettes anymore? Mm-hmm. Marlboro's not making cigarettes anymore? True. Yeah, we're just Whoa. using up the ones they made in the 70s now. No shit. Which is what we've been doing. So God everyone's just them. smoking old cigarettes? That's yeah. weird. Well, I don't. I think they're still making them for now. No, like they're still like using the tobacco. To not. Yeah, they're huh. like, and they're not making any new like types. They're just phasing them out or whatever. They're not trying to I innovate. I guess they're leaving that all to Camel. Crushes. Camel's the mm. one in the bars handing them out for free. They're they're hustling. Mm-hmm. Gotta respect that American hustle. American spirits. Mm. Yep. Buy me at the fucking festival. Right. Okay. We're the cool cigarette. Yeah. The Come official our, cigarette of Coachella. We have an airstream and we'll give you free cigarettes. It's the only way to get cigarettes at this shitty festival you're at. That's what I used to do. Not to, used to mention what Oh, you used to get your cigarettes that way. About. You didn't yeah. used to sit in the airstream at Fun 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 Fest and give out cigarettes. No. Oh, okay. I used to go into the airstream at yeah. Fun 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 Fest and yes. get cigarettes. Second and longest ACL, second longest line of the festival. Summer Fest. They were they were yeah. everywhere. Mhm. Well, yeah. if All you of the festivals Whitney, that's why I didn't name it. I'm sorry. If you hate <laughs> if you hate uh privileged people, I've I've got a good story for you. And Bring it. Yeah. I do hate privileged people. Here we go. Okay, so we're going to tell the story. Oh my god, I do. <laughs> Clap clap and the privileged Three people will die <laughs> it's like a reverse it's a reverse tinkerbell send them to tinker hell Ooh. uh so we're gonna talk Fire. about i'd go there queen nzinga mbande say that one more time queen nzinga mbande love it yeah she was the queen of the uh let me look this up and make sure i say it right ndongo tribe which is in modern day Angola, which is like uh, central West Africa. Uh, and they were like. Uh, in West Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> they were like uh, rivals with uh, the Congo, which I'm sure you've heard of because of Great that movie. gorilla movie. Yeah. Great movie. Anyway. But also, war. <laughs> so much war in the Congo. So, so much war there. Uh, but, you know, we bless the rains there and all that. So Nzinga Mbande was sure. born in uh, the 1500s and uh, came of age in the 1600s. She was a princess in that tribe. Her brother took over as king when the dad died and he was not good at it. He was kind of a douche. Now, she was in the army, so she was like a warrior princess. Um, and would like fight with axes and machetes and Hell like, yeah. really badass. And it she would. led her own battalions and stuff. Meanwhile, her brother was just doing like a real crap job of being in charge. And it came to a head when the Portuguese showed up. So 1600s, we're talking about height of the slave trade. Like mm. this is when the most valuable thing in the world was to go steal some people from Africa and sell right. them to America. 
And the Portuguese wanted in on that, especially for Brazil. Like they just wanted to get as many slaves to Brazil as, as they could. So they invaded Western Africa and then started just taking people. Sorry, who was this? Uh, Portugal. Okay. Yep. Uh, the man. And Congo kind of lost first, and uh, Angola, what's now Angola, the Ndongo, like fought back a little bit. But then the Portuguese were like, no, we need your people too. We just need more slaves. And so they kidnapped the king. Oh, shit. Yeah, because like their, their peace treaty, they just broke it, and they kidnapped him and took him away. And so Mzinga went to try to free her brother, and it was a couple of different negotiations. One of the negotiations, she came in, and the governor of the territory or the colony or whatever they were calling it uh, did not offer her a place to sit. They just Rude. had a uh, mat on the floor and told her to sit there on the mat, which in her tribe was like a sign of like, he was trying to bow up on her. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a sign here. Yeah, if I walked into anywhere and they were like, have a seat on this mat, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. Even if it was like a yoga studio. Well, I'd he was pissed. like thinking, okay. I didn't even mean to come here. He was, he <laughs> was thinking, was oh, bar. <laughs> they sent a woman fuck to negotiate you. with me. So he was just like, whatever, I'm not giving yeah. you a chair. So she snapped her fingers and one of her uh, com- female companions or servants or whatever came and knelt on the floor and she sat on the servant and negotiated for her brother's (laughs) release successfully. And when she was finished, she stood up and she had her servant stand up and then she slit her throat and had her bleed out all over the mat. And then she looked the governor in the eye and she said, a queen never sits in the same chair twice. And then she walked out. This is who we dealing with. Whoa! Holy shit, Fire Mom. Yes, yeah, seriously, Nzingambanda is the like original Fire Mom. So from that point on, the Portuguese were like, "Okay, don't fuck with Nzinga." They sent the brother back. He died of suicide. Mm. She killed oh, him she, for being yeah. a dick. Yeah, he uh, he died. You're in the way now. Officially Bye. of suicide, and she tried to take over. It gets complicated there because some of her. Uh, people were cool with a, a woman leader and some were not. So she sort of like took over parts and not other parts. She ended up leading a lot of like raids on other tribes in the area to try to bring them under her fold. She was always at the front with a machete. There's rumors that she would kill people and eat their hearts. Uh, I mean, those aren't substantiated. And there's a lot of propaganda about her at the time from the whites. So it's hard to parse out what was mm-hmm. real from what wasn't. Anyway, she is still remembered in Angola today because she successfully either negotiated with or made war against Portugal so hard that they kind of never took over Angola. It was, uh, she kept them out. Uh, she f- any freed slave who crossed into her territory became part of her army. She made an alliance with the Dutch. And I those- thought you were going to say the devil. She's no. the Khaleesi. <laughs> She's the Khaleesi. She made an alliance with the Dutch, and the Dutch liked her so much that they, like, fucking joined her army. <gasps> and she had, like, a whole Dutch, like, back guard of, like, archers and stuff. And then she formed a harem <gasps> of, of dudes? 60 dudes. No. 60 dudes, 50 to 60 dudes who would follow her around into battle. And when she got bored, she'd go fuck one. <gasps> And like that was her personal tribe. Some of them she would dress up like men. Some of them she would dress up like women. She would change the assignments from day to day. She was just like, you're my peeps. 
Uh, and the rumor was that the way she decided which dude to fuck that night is she'd have him fight to the death. Whichever one survived, she'd fuck that one. And then when she was done fucking him, she'd kill him. Like, that was the rumor. That's not substantiated, like but the harem is definitely real. Like, praying mantis. Or not her. photos, but uh, etchings of whatever. So she made all these deals to shut off the Portuguese slave trade in Angola. Uh, totally stood up to the the Portuguese. And then she finally, the Portuguese gave up after the 1640s. They were like, you keep kicking our ass in battle. We believe you. You are the leader. We'll sign a peace treaty with you. Please stop being an ally with the Dutch. They're our sworn enemies. And she's like, okay. And then she killed all the Dutch people who'd been following her. What? And oh my then God. five years later, uh, when she found out the Portuguese weren't like uh, honoring her treaty, she went right back to war with them. She was just basically, don't fuck with me. Yeah. That was her whole thing. Like, at like, all. I don't give a shit about any of y'all white people. I'll kill you. Uh, so that was her thing. There's statues of her in Luanda, which is the capital of Angola. She's still seen as Good a movie. symbol today of resistance to colonizers uh, in West Africa. And she's just an all-around kick-ass lady. Do they have any statues of her in uh, Brazil? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think she's very well known outside of Angola. Angola, by the way, is named after her family, the Angolas. So, like, mm. it's her country, essentially. Uh, the rumor is she was born with her umbilical cord wrapped around her neck, and that's why she was so angry. Mm. Uh, or like yeah. oxygen deprived to her brain and it got rid of the it's also like tolerance what her, section yeah what her name means has something to do with that in huh. in their language uh, yeah lots of battles i mean i can't get into it all but yeah she was like a really good warrior princess basically she was mentioned in the Marquis de Sade's philosophy in the boudoir. I love the Marquis de Sade. That story is crazy. I should bring it here. Yes, the Marquis de Sade wrote next. about her in the philosophy in the boudoir book where he she was the woman who immolated her lovers, which he pulled out of a history called uh, Zangwa, Queen of Angola. That was another one of her names. So she like loomed large in the European imagination of that time uh, as like the ultimate Amazon warrior. Uh, and a lot of it's hard to like kind of parse out what was real and what wasn't. But um, there's a nut. She left a lot of letters and written records. So the accomplishments of her as a queen and as a like leader of her people and as a coordinator of warfare are like super well documented. And she was definitely awesome at those. She didn't write so much about her all male harem. So we don't know. For Why would sure she? They're just like throwaways. if she was fucking them to death yeah, or not. Yeah, like whatever. Fight each other almost to the death, and then you're like halfway dead. And totally. We'll do it, and then I'll kill you anyways. And uh, if you're interested, it turns out you can find uh, a mug or a poster that says uh, a queen does not sit in the same chair twice with her image on it. If you want, Ooh. so she's my new hero. I love her. Do you have a picture of her? Or oh, a, yeah, there's a, lots of pictures a, a of her. A rendering of her? Yes, there are lots of renderings of her. The most famous one is this one, which is like the sassiest pose. Ooh, yeah. a little over the shoulder. A little over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm she into just... It. She, she looks, looks kind of like, like she was with. like, oh, I just woke up. Yeah, so... With this cool hat on. Mm-hmm. I woke up like this. I woke up and like this. And there's a statue of her in Luanda. How cool. Yeah. She lived to be 80 in the 1600s. 
and she was rumored to keep her harem around until she finally disbanded them when she was 75. <laughs> she disbanded them all except for the youngest member Ew, who she kept. Oh, man. There are some problematic parts of her. She did right. keep slaves from other tribes she'd conquered. Like, she for wasn't sure. a perfect right. human being. But also, but that's what humanity did for forever. She was fighting the white slavers. Yeah. Uh, that's, the, you know... The ends justify the means in the 1600s. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that. I guess it's a little hypocritical because of what she, but like, Still. you know, that's just, I, you know, think about like Roman times or mm-hmm. any times, any times, aside from like the last, yeah, what, hundred years. She never lost years. a battle to the Portuguese or the Dutch using nothing but bladed weapons when they had cannons, guns, horses, bayonets didn't matter what weapons they brought she still beat them with just machetes and shit because she was so smart i like her but yeah yeah Yeah. i like her yeah Mm -hmm. so you want to be in her club 33 for sure her club 60 i guess it was club that harem yeah i don't know what the dues were but they didn't have names i love that the dutch voluntarily joined her harem like they were like we're in your army and also like the dutch men would sign up to be like yeah i'll get you want me I'm to wear a dress? That's fine. cool. Yeah. You want me to fight wear to the death? Whatever. Sure. Yeah. You're you're awesome. <laughs> Whatever. I don't even want to be alive right now. Same. I'm just kidding. Well, my story isn't about a cool woman, unfortunately. I'm sorry. But it is about a creepy cult leader. Who doesn't better. like that? I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm already gonna like. I printed it out so you can see a picture. Look at it. I mean, oh, he's yeah. not bad looking. Yeah. Um, he, I you mean, should watch the movie. You should watch I, the movie. I, I need to watch the movie. Okay, mm-hmm. so I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, I feel like that will make the story far more. Well, exciting. I know. I know the story. I just need to see it. But I also want to talk about it unspoiled by the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. So. This is the story of the Buddhafield cult who was in California but moved all the way here to the sleepy little town of Austin, Texas. Uh, the leader of the cult is named, I guess it's Michelle, mm-hmm. M-I-C-H-E-L, Michelle Rostand. And he was born Jaime Gomez and... He moved to California seeking fame and fortune and everything that goes with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, thank you. I get it. Um, so he felt from a young age that he was totally way cool enough to um, be a famous person and felt he was entitled to that. And he actually did end up being in Rosemary's Baby, which was like the thing he fucking claimed Mm -hmm. for everything. Was that in the movie? I don't remember that. He's in the movie for like five seconds. He's like a member of the crowd in that apartment or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know if it's on these ones. Or he was like a a voice of her, help me. when, When she is random cult uh, member ironically when she's having i guess when rosemary is having the party to celebrate yeah, her yeah. concept or whatever she's pregnant they're having a 
pregnant party. What are those called? Gross. I don't know. They're Anyways, gross. pregnant party. I mean, and baby shower. Yeah. Oh, the They're baby showers aren't gross. The pregnant like a party. Congratulations, I'm pregnant. Go fuck yourself. That's not a party. I know, right? But a baby shower. Yes, I love them. Mm-hmm. You do? I don't hate them. Uh, I've gotten very drunk at many. They're way better than wedding showers. Yeah, showers. I'd agree with that. Agree. I feel much more good giving a pregnant woman a gift yes. Yes, than a bride-to-be. Yeah, well guess who's not coming to my wedding shower sweet i'm just kidding <laughs> hit me up when you doubt prayers. we'll even have one so uh he's in rosemary's baby for like five seconds and that's what he is like look at me i'm so fucking cool so other than that his rise to fame isn't going so well so he decides to like you know get real spiritual and he he is preaching this kind of message of healing and he's teaching yoga classes and he's like this self-fulfillment guru whatever buddha related kind of person and he starts gathering followers and they're all calling him the teacher and he's like what you need to do is move away from functioning society and come move into these houses that I have now. So he's attracting people who are, you know, obviously susceptible to some type of spiritual influence like that. Like, oh, you know, like I'm a homeless guy. I'm trying to get off of drugs or like I was abused. I need to like people who are in search of guidance and they're finding salvation through Michelle's, you know, whatever he's preaching about being a better person. And as this is happening, the people who are joining the Buddha field are keeping their jobs, but they work like all fucking day and give him all the money and that they make at a normal job, but then they go and work for the Buddha field and the houses and just are constantly trying to produce and keep this thing going. But everybody in it now, after a couple of years, there's about a hundred people and they're like, yeah, like it feels good. Like we feel like we have purpose. We're keeping this thing afloat and they're all crazy into Michelle. Yeah, it's all so. the same vibes you get from like Habitat for Humanity. Yeah, and they're like, doing it for this dude instead. Yeah, yeah. you feel fulfilled. Um, I whispered improv. <laughs> I whispered improv. Yes, <laughs> and uh, so Michelle, he was a pretty fit dude. I said he did yoga, but he was also a ballet dancer, and then he trained in hypnotherapy and <laughs> that's never would, a suspicious thing yeah to right in. he would lead activities like six nights a week teaching people whatever the fuck he's preaching hypnotizing them loosely if anybody ever questioned him the people who were friends with that person would be like, what the fuck is the matter with you? How could you even question the teacher? Michelle, he's the best. He's going to enlighten all of us. Classic culture. And everybody in the cult thinks that they're going to be there forever. He's the best guy ever. Same old thing. So Michelle would hand down like 
prophecies and dictums on an individual basis. Mm -hmm. And he did not like people having sex. He said that it was like an orgasm was the the most inferior high that you could have. But that's why everybody on earth wants it because it's so easy to get. So this whole time he's like, nobody's allowed to have sex. But then everybody sort of eventually comes to realize that fucking everybody's fucking because all they do is work out and work Mm -hmm. and nobody really eats. So everyone's in like really great shape and they're all secretly having sex Mm -hmm. all the fucking time. Yeah. Also, if it's that only a guy would think, oh, yeah, orgasms are easy and automatic. It's a cheap high. Like you you ain't worked for one. That and also like, you know, that guy's like fucking everybody also on the side. Uh, I can't wait for you to see his face. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen pictures. Like, his he looks face. he looks like he has, you know, dead eyes. But um, Mike, or I keep wanting to call him Michael, but it's Michelle. Um, so he liked to wear a Speedo and Ray-Bans. That was like his outfit. So... There's that in itself. Um, He was particularly interested in recruiting attractive young men and considered it better if they were virgins. (laughs) Not that that's a hint or anything. Um, He was also before raised super Catholic. So he had that whole like sex is bad mentality brewed into his brain. Um. Yeah, but I feel like most of them are. So yeah. the Buddha fielders in their everyday lives, because like I said, they still most of them kept their jobs and uh, needed to make money. And they would just kind of lie about everything that they were doing. They'd be like, yeah, we live the best fucking life. But they were all kind of also brainwashed to believe it. Um, they lied about where they lived. They lied about like their names, fucking everything because they said that society wouldn't understand them and there's not even a point in trying to make them understand. So mm. what? <laughs> I just don't know like how you can get away with that. Like society won't understand us. Like aren't you just building shit for your friend? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. can't you just be like, yeah, our friend's kind of in some trouble, so we're building stuff for him. And sometimes we fuck because it sucks to be out in the fields all day. It, I mean, I feel like that would almost still be a lie. Oh. It's not like he's in trouble. Yeah. But. Yeah, but yeah. he was good at manufacturing the sense of being in trouble, though. Yeah. 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 I was only in Rosemary's baby. <laughs> I'm famous. Um. Yeah. Ugh. So on top of for more plastic surgery. Yeah, he's way into that. Hmm. On top of um, old smoky, they're all covered with cheese. Everyone doing yoga, meditating. He also made people pay him for fifty dollar weekly hypnotherapy sessions called cleansings, which Mm -hmm. sounds very Scientology Mm -hmm. to me. It's a standard move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He would give them counseling and oversee them on sessions oriented toward metaphysical growth. I do that all the time with my friends. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me 50 bucks. I'll tell you exactly what you need to do. Ugh. If you look like you're upset. Do you want to talk mm-hmm. about it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to oversee Venmo some. Venmo me. Oh! Uh, there you go. We're I'll Venmo off. you in like an hour, though. Okay. Uh, so the ultimate part of his cleansing and all that stuff he referred to as the knowing. And this is supposed to be the most intimate connection to God possible. Ugh. Only that's a bit much privileged. I don't know if I want that. Specifically selected disciples were granted the knowing. Like thirty three of them. <laughs> oh Anybody my with God! It's thirty three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so not it everybody got it. Walt Disney just became this guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's they're one and the same. He didn't die. He just got a lot of plastic surgery and started fucking people. Oh God. So, the people who actually ended up receiving the knowing, because not everybody <laughs> got it, you have to be on the receiving, you know. You know. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They shit from this guy. compared it to an LSD trip <laughs> and that Probably they would see one. swirling colors and, you know, fucking crazy hallucinations that made them believe they were seeing divinity itself which i mean maybe they were i don't know he could have dosed them who fucking knows yeah that's also the cheapest high he did that he would use this hindu technique by pressing his fingers into people's eyes in such an intense way that beams of light would form and to me that just sounds like Pressing into your fucking eyes until yeah. your brain starts going, wait, 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 stop, please. Um, yeah, people who experienced it would say that they saw God or they felt intoxicated on God. Um, and if nobody experienced it, if the person who was receiving the knowing was like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about, he would be like, you're not prepared you were it's clearly a mistake you don't get the knowing anymore yeah blame blame the yeah Mm -hmm. some people said it hurt some people said it was like dying like it's this whole fucking thing so they had moved to texas austin a while back this is where they're practicing everything and in 1993 that's when David Koresh and the Branch Davidians were raided by the FBI. Mm-hmm. And that raid really fucking freaks Michelle out. He's like, oh, my God, they're uh, going after people who are Christ-like. And I'm very Christ-like. And I'm upset by this. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, it's the Christ-like part that makes him worried about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so... That's when they come to Austin. I fucked it up. That's why they come to Austin to get away. I don't know why, because the it's Branch Davidians were in Texas. In Waco. Right? I know. So I know. Whatever. Maybe um, they just really wanted to pay high property taxes. I don't know. I mean, back then in the 90s, though, it wasn't okay. all that bad yet. Where? Austin. Austin. Oh, I thought we were at the. Never mind. No, it's all right. Um,. What? Nothing. Nothing. I'm sorry. No, why are you sorry? Well, y'all are like looking at each other like this bitch. 
No, I was looking at no. Karina like I fucked up. I, I'm just. I thought we. Karina's were, like I was just sitting. I just no, have my I eyes thought open. we. <laughs> I thought we were already past the Austin stay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I why I that came so like, late. Yeah. I thought we were, yeah. and that I had just missed it, but no. no, I was wrong. They were in California, and then the Branch Davidians got raided, and he was like, for some reason. This is why we're going to come to Austin. Oh, that's backwards as fuck. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so people were like, yeah, OK, we're with you. Uh, they're at his beck and call. Everybody is alert at all times. There's <laughs> I know that there's this one part with a dude who keeps making like really a elaborate fruit salads because Michelle is like, I have to eat a fruit salad every day. And the guy has been wanting this job the whole time or some type of purpose. And Michelle is like, you will make me my morning fruit salad. And he's like, fuck yeah, I finally have a job. And he like carves little Buddhas out of like watermelons and shit like that. And um, this is like how you treat a third grade classroom. Yeah. Like, and I want to be home monitor. He, he takes this real pride in making this elaborate fruit salad. And he comes back one day and he sees like one of the guys who's kind of closer to Michelle come in to pick up the fruit salad. And he legit throws all of it into a blender to make him a smoothie out of it. So all of the carving of the fruit i feel like that makes the movie it like that's I'm what it is like percent but i think that. it does make it in yeah i remember the fruit salad and i remember pictures of it but I don't yeah remember the blender for sure. i don't remember the blender yeah but yeah so life kind of goes on life finds a way life always finds a way mm -hmm. um to fuck you but yeah i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> i mean speaking of fucking you though um not you particularly no, go no, on no, go ahead you want to date or what let's see where this story goes let's date whitney okay <laughs> okay <laughs> let's date so um i feel people left out. <laughs> you can all date no it's 2019 no i don't i already tried people that. start to realize <laughs> that excuse me we all? Despite the regulations Michelle had put on sex, sex was definitely still happening, especially with him. Ugh, um, people were afraid to say no to him and he would give them hmm. spiritual awakenings and cleansings, <laughs> hmm. which, hmm. Uh, which were was effectively yeah, rape. Yeah. And he was raping like men and women mm -hmm. uh, and nobody would talk about it. But that ultimately that kind of systematic abuse. raping and abuse is what starts to lead people to be like, fuck this guy. Like I'm, I want the spiritual awakening, but this is wrong. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I want to come, but not this way. It's true. <laughs> but they don't want to. Uh, yeah. So no one would ever say no to him because they were like, this is all the only thing I have. So 
that keeps happening and people are starting to drop off. And when that happens, they're telling them like, okay, well, you need to disconnect from these people. And he's also encouraging people to disconnect from their family members. And it's getting deep, deep cult style, like how we know from Scientology, like mm-hmm. your parents and the people that you love you are just trying to yeah. control you. This and guy definitely didn't invent any new ideas. No, here. not at all. Yeah. Uh, he was not an innovator. No. And so they keep dropping off and the Buddha fielders are starting to get away. Um, certain people are finally getting jobs again because they moved away from their jobs in mm-hmm. California to come to Austin and everybody's kind of afraid but backing away. And this is going up until like 2000s now. This was the first problem we had with Californians coming to Austin. <laughs> That's true. For sure. Really ruined it for the rest of us. That's what all the, you know, You're buying go up our back. property and... Yeah, to California, whatever. Spiritually awakening each other. That type of stuff. In non-consensual ways. Yeah. So, (laughs) everyone kind of leaves. And it's not until people are in their, like, 50s or many years later that they kind of realize that they were in a cult. Like, you don't really see it Mm -hmm. until you're on the outside Mm -hmm. of it. And so, yeah. People are all kinds of fucked up because of this fucking cult leader. And that's what led the guy to make that documentary, Holy Hell, which I haven't watched yet. So it's extremely good. It's very good. It's super it. good. Yeah. Even if you know the story. I didn't know the story going in, so I was like, what? 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 You but know like what even we, if you know the story, it's really good. You know what we should do one time? Mm. Is mix like Think Think You Academy. Academy, thank you. Bless you, Academy. God bless you, Academy. And and uh, Weird Brunch and watch one of these fucking yeah. documentaries while we're recording our podcast. I can, we could totally do, like, I could find a best documentary winner that's in the wheelhouse of Weird Brunch. Okay. And we could do a crossover episode of Thanks, Thanks Academy. Yeah. God bless, bless you, you, Academy. God, God bless you. Bless Gesundheit your heart. Academy. Bless your, bless your Academy. Heart Academy. Yeah, I'm that down. Sounds that sounds I'm down. awesome. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's okay. Oh, and then like y'all could come to my house. Yeah, mm. we'll come all the way down and sit in what uh, Christina Parrish calls my uh, creepy vampire den. That is, that's a good way to put that. Okay. Why does she call it a vampire <laughs> den? I've been in there once. It's my room. Oh, not your living room. No. no. Well, okay. My living room and my bedroom are the same room, and the way my house is laid out, so. Okay. Because the one we were in was like the family room. And then she's got oh. her living room in oh, her room. Oh, okay. Because okay, her okay, room okay, is fucking huge. Yeah. Oh. It's, so you're supposed couch. to put like a divider up or something. Mm-hmm. But, but I just like, want people to see where mine. I sleep. Nice. Yep. And it's, we'll see, you know. It's more of a crow's nest, but like the movie The Crow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Someone's yeah. going to accidentally die in there. That's what we know. Oh. Sorry. Okay. R.I.P. <laughs> no. What's his name? It's Bruce Lee's kid. He Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee died. Brandon Lee died in your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, but that's my room where my children I'm and sorry, I hang out. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. The ghost of Brandon Lee will accidentally die. In no, I would totally. I would be okay with being haunted by Brandon Lee. 
He's pretty attractive. He seems chill. Yeah. Like yeah. You? Yeah. I mean, what would he do? Fight crime for me? Not so sounds y'all, awesome. it's tobacco that gives you cancer. Is it? Oh, no, nicotine. I know. It's, the thing is, like, they're not saying, there's still no proven, like, cancer thing. I don't know. It's But except if you're not addicted to nicotine, and then you get addicted, super addicted because of this, then you're probably going to use tobacco products. That's oh. why they're worried about it. See, like, that's why I'm like, you But she's coming from actually, the other side. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're healthifying, but, like, teenagers are getting, like, messed up. I'm sorry I'm still on this, but I did... I had to. You 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 are fine. It's okay. I didn't mean to guilt you. You're doing or make you worried. Well, I guess yeah. You're doing the research. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did the research after I, I bought mean, the product. You're but. a medical <laughs> official. I am now. Yeah. You and if we could all it. just respect me as so. Uh, sure. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I hated that. Sorry. Uh, Oh man. Uh, well, I gotta. I have to pee real bad. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess that's what we learned this week. <laughs> no, we learned. Uh, you know. You know. Be careful be in what the you good join. Clubs. Yeah. yeah. Be in the good clubs. Be in the good clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Like ours. Um, club yeah. three. Club. Club three. Weird brunch. Weird yeah. with mm-hmm. a three. We're not um, the breakfast club. We're the brunch club. <laughs> Yo. Weird. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. you just throw a gang symbol up for us? I did. Okay. The, does it look cool? It's also West Side, but I thought that was it's weird three. Oh, right. Weird oh weird three. Oh shit. You have it's to do a sliding a, to throw Wait, it. It's like this. Well would it be like that'd be weird weird three three brunch because B weird. Oh we're, now brunch. we're just doing sign language. Yeah, now we're just speaking okay. sign language. It's cool. This is all rev- riveting podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Next visuals gonna, are good. Um, explain uh the the globe that I'm looking at. Mm. Oh yeah. I I thought it's it was a real globe, round. and I was very impressed. And then it turned out to be sorry, it a liquor hidey hole. Booze in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, a geography nerd. Nope. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> follow us on social media. I've started Please. doing weird stuff on there. You have. We all I been like posting. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, because if we're, we've done enough stories now, where follow ups come up in the news, and it's like, hey guys, just so you know, feet are still washing up on shore. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or like. Some stoner found a fucking tiger in, in a home in house. Houston. That was great. What the fuck? So check it out. Free bonus mm. content. Yeah, at Weird Facebook. Brunch on yeah. Facebook and yeah. Twitter and Instagram. And I still haven't checked, but I'm pretty sure I set up an email address at Weird Brunch or weirdbrunch at gmail.com. If you have any ideas yeah, of send stories, us some weird stories, send us weird stories because I would like to read them. Mm hmm. I send myself weird stuff all the time and then half of it it's like this isn't that weird. Also I promise if you send us a story I won't read it until we're recording Um, (laughs) and then and then we'll all be surprised by it. Constant little blips of surprises. Mm -hmm. I like that Lisa volunteered to be the audience suggestion story reader. There you are. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Well that's it. You know what though we're still going to make fun of Lisa if the story sucks. Yeah, that's true. Fuck me. Yeah. (laughs)